Shalom to all. Today's office climbed off pay dalid, the very last off in the Masechta. We're going to be starting on pay gimel amid bays near the bottom with the brand new halacha, halacha vav, and in the Vilna Sursadaf, it's on mem dalid amid aleph. And today's office sponsor, Lili Nishmas, Mars Merim Saru Basar Yaakov Maisha, her Nishama should have an aliyah. And Misha says, If a person makes one techifa, that's one pass through of a needle, he takes a needle with a thread and he threads it through two garments, a wool and linen one. So, number one, it's not considered a chibur, it's not considered like they're connected. And if one of them becomes tame, the other one is not tame because they're not connected. Furthermore, if there's no Israel of Kalayim here because the wool and linen garments are not connected. And lastly, if someone takes out this thread on Shabbos, putter, he's putter. We know that one is not allowed to undo a stitch on Shabbos, but this is not considered a stitch. It's just one pass through of a needle. So if he pulls it out on Shabbos, he's putter. However, also, if the two ends of the thread are coming out of the same side of the garment, which means he passed it through the wool side, it came out the linen side, and then once again passed it through the linen side, and now it's sticking out through the wool side, or vice versa, obviously. So we have both ends of the thread sticking out of the same side of the garment. That's called two pass-throughs of the needle. Chibor, that is considered connected. So if one of them becomes Tomei, the other garment's also Tomei. And there is an Isra of Shatnas here. And Rashem Tabe Shabbos Chayev. If someone takes that out on Shabbos, he's Chayev for undoing a stitch. Rabbi Yudah and Rabbi Yudah says, Ad it has to be that there's three pass-throughs of the needle. Lastly, the Mishra says, A sack in a box, arm at star because of Kalayim. And there's a big machlex we shine in what this means. Two of the explanations are that it either refers to where one connected a piece of wool to a sack and linen to a box and then sewed these two pieces together, he's not allowed to wear it. Another explanation is where he took pieces of wool and linen and placed them in the same sack or box, they're considered kalayim, and he's not allowed to wear this sock or kupa. Now the Gemara Pedalot Amalaf on top says, Reb Chanina, Amar Reb Chanina tells us, Ad Yachas Kol Sitra, the thread has to be pulled completely through. Meaning when we're talking about two pass-throughs of the needle and we said that that's considered like connecting the garment and that would be an of kalayim and that'd be an of pulling that out on Shabbos, that's only when he pulls the thread entirely through and the end of the thread where the knot is, that's the part that prevents it from going completely through the baguette, is flush with the garment, and nothing of that end is hanging out of the garment. There's only one end of the thread hanging out. However, Amr Rabbiyana Rabbiyana says, Amr Rabbiyana, they told Rabbiyana, say ukra, go out and read the Mishnah. The Mishnah doesn't say that. What does the Mishnah say about Taninon? It says, Asa shnei roshel, it's echad. If the two ends of the thread are sticking out of one side of the garment, that's what we're referring to when we mean two pass-throughs of a needle. That's a proper stitch. Me'ata, now, meaning based off what Rabbiyana said, ad yichos v'yisok. It should have to be that it goes down and then it comes back up, which means according to Rav Chanina, the Mishnah should say that the thread was pulled all the way through the garment up until the knot, and then once again threaded through a second time, leaving only one end of the thread coming out of the garment. But the Mishnah says very clearly that Shnei Rasheha, both ends of the thread, are coming out of the same side of the garment, so clearly the Mishnah is not like Rav Chanina. Further to show the Mishnah is not like Rav Chanina, but because the Mishnah says, Rabbi Huda Aimer, Rabbi Huda tells us, Shalish, he's only Iver if he has three pass-throughs of the needle, and Me'atif, that's really so, meaning if Rav Chanina is correct, Ad Yichos v'yisok v'yichos, it would have to be that the thread comes down meaning it's pulled all the way through one side of the garment, and then it comes back up through the first side, and then once again it's pulled all the way through the second side. And again, the mission doesn't say that. Ella must be hachin v'hachin, that we just have the two ends of the thread coming out of the same side of the garment. It does not have to be pulled tight, and that's considered connecting the wool and garments together, and not like Reb Chanina. We move on to another din. A thread that was placed through the needle. Even if both ends of that thread were tied, which means it can't be pulled out of the eye of the needle anymore. It's not considered connected to the needle, again, even though it can't be pulled out of the needle, and if the needle becomes tamay, the thread does not become tamay. Now, the proper gear says to add in the following word, tafru 
if the thread was sewn into a beged, hachot chibur lebeged, thread is now considered connected to the beged, ve'enoi chibur lemachat, and it's not considered connected to the needle, and that's because the needle will eventually be removed. Obviously, a person doesn't walk around with a needle hanging out of their garment, and therefore it's only the thread that's considered connected and not the needle. We continue explaining the Mishnah, also Shnei Rosh Abed Echad V'chulu, and the following Gemara is referring specifically to Hilchas Shabbos. Rabbi Yen, Rabbi Yisa, Tarvein, Amrin, both Rabbi Yen and Rabbi Yisa say, it has to be tied here and there, which means when we said that when there's two pass-throughs of a needle through a garment, if a person pulls that out on Shabbos, he's over for undoing a stitch, it has to be that the two ends of the thread were tied to each other for him to be over pulling it out on Shabbos. Says the Gemara, we laid Rabbanon Pligan. The following member of the Rabbanon is clearly not like this. Dom Rav Ba, Rabbi Yirmiya B'Shem Rav, Rabban Rav Yirmiya say the name of Rav, Hamam Tiach Tzad of B'Shabbos, if a person pulls two pieces of cloth together on Shabbos, we'll explain this in a moment, Chayv Mishum Taifer is Chayv because of sewing. And this is referring to something that we often have, a thread is loose from a garment, and by pulling the thread, it tightens the stitch and pulls the two parts of the garment together. So if a person does that on Shabbos, he's chai for taifer, for sewing. Now, if a Rabbiyayna and Rabbiyayna said is true, then in order for this to be considered a stitch, they won't be chai for pulling out or for stitching on Shabbos. The two ends have to be tied together. Well, then Viyema, Rav should have said, Mishum taifer, umishum kaisher, that he's not only chai for sewing, but he's also chai for tying, because in this situation, he would have to tie it to be chai. And since Rav didn't say that, that's clearly not like Rabbiyayna and Rabbiyayna. Now, going on to quote the Mishnah, Rabbi Huda said that a person has to make three pass-throughs of a needle. Now, Rav Simon, Rav Simon explains, time in Rabbi Yudah, what's Rabbi Yudah's reasoning? It's because it's only once we have that third stitch, that third pass-through of the needle, is his malacha going to stay? Because if we only have two pass-throughs of the needle, a person could just take that thread and pull it right out. But once there's three pass-throughs of the needle, then it's going to stay and it's going to be miskayim. Ask the Gemara, my Rabbi Yudah, Krebelezer? Does this mean Rabbi Yudah holds a Krebelezer? We usually don't pass on like Krebelezer. What's his shita? The Tanin Taman, we learned over there in the Mishnah and Shabbos, in order for a person to be chayev for weaving a garment on Shabbos, if he's starting to weave the garment right now, that's chila, it's a brand new garment, he has to weave three threads of the garment. And ve'echad al-arik chayev, he's also chayev if he adds one onto something that's already been woven. So it seems to be the Rebbe Yudah holds a Kribli that he requires three stitches or three pass-throughs of the needle and not just two. Pedal on the top of the Gemara explains, Amrav Ula Rula says that no, Tamad Rebbe Taman, Rebbe reasoning over there is totally different. Over there, when we're talking about weaving a garment, it's only when he weaves three, then his malach will be maskayim. If he only wove two, so then the garment's going to fall apart. So in order for the garment to properly be started and not come undone, he has to weave three. And that's why he's going to be chai for three. From Hach, however, over here, Pachas Mikan, add in the word loy, loy mistaterhu. In our case, even less than three passers of a needle is not going to cause the stitch to become undone. In other words, even though Rebbe argues with the Chum over there, that's talking about weaving a garment. If a person wants to weave a garment from the start, he has to weave three. But if a person's just stitching a garment, not weaving it, Rebbe himself would hold that just two pass-throughs of a needle is sufficient and not three, so Rehud of Mishnah does not necessarily hold like Rebbe over there. Last we had said in the Mishnah, Hasak v'kupa v'chulu, the Hasak and Akupa armet starif. Now the Gemara tells us, Rav Simon says, B'Shem Rav Levi, loy shanu el Hasak. We only taught this is relevant to Sak and Kupa, Hasal loy, but Hasal, which is a basket, is not included in this. However, the Gemara now says that's not true because Ashkachtani, it was taught by Ferish and Brisa, Hasal, the Hasak, the Kupa, Mitzarf, and Bekalayim, that not only a Sak and a Kupa Mitzarf, but also a Sal is going to be Mitzarf for Kalayim. The Gemara continues with another din, Oyalim, Ein Bahen Mishum Kalayim, tents don't have any Isra of Shatness, meaning if the roof of the tent is made out of Shatness, don't say you're underneath the roof of the tent and you're getting benefit from it, so that's like an Isra of wearing Shatness, there's no issue over there. Now the Gemara concludes with a series of questions. Revere me Abai, Revere me asks the following question Who Benoi, Maushe, Starf, Bekalayim? What about him? And his son. Could they be Mitzar for Kalayim? Would there be an issue of shotness between him and his son? Ask the Gemara, hey Chavida, what's the situation? Ulavish man in the Amar, he's wearing wool clothing. Ubre lavish man in the Kitan, and his son is wearing linen clothing. Nasaf Piski the Amar, he took a strip of wool 
and he bounded around the two of them, connecting them. Is that considered Kalim or not? On one hand, maybe it is because he's connected to his son with wool and his son is wearing linen. On the other hand, if he begins walking, so then that wool strip that's connecting them is going to snap. And Omar Vyasi says, that's not the proper understanding of the question. They're not biting. What does it mean they're not biting? They're not connected by a stitch. They're simply bound around each other. And that can't be the question. Of course, that's not considered Kalayim. The question has to be only in the situation where he sewed this piece of wool to his son and sewed it to himself. Now, we don't have an answer to this question, but we move on to another one. Rav Chagabai Rav Chagah asked the following question. Who what about he himself? Could two different pieces of clothing that he's wearing be mustarfa kalayim? Hey, Chavida asked the Gemara, what's the situation? Who lavish dardasin da amar b'chadar He's wearing a wool sock on one foot, v'dardasin de kitan b'chadar and a linen sock on the other foot, and his feet are wrapped in a strip of wool. Maybe that's considered like wool and linen are connected. So once again, Amar Biesi, Rabbi says, Vahanu nashach, are they biting? Did he sew his socks together? No, he just bound them with a strip of wool. And again, if he starts walking, that strip of wool is going to snap, and so that definitely can't be our question. The question has to be only when they're sewn together is that considered kalayim. And lastly, the Gemara ends. The only question is the following, and for this we're going to have an answer. Let's say he has a few wounds on his head. He placed a bandage of wool on one of them. And he placed a bandage of linen on the other wound. And it turns out that now he has wool and linen on his head. Is that considered like they're mechaber together or not? So over here, Abiyasi provides an answer. Abiyasi says, Are they biting? Are these two bandages? connected with each other? They're not. They're only connected to his head, but they're not connected to each other. The only isser is if they're actually biting, if they're connected to each other, if they're sewn to each other, and that's the only time we're going to have the isser of shatness. Mazdor finishing the entire Masechus Kalim together, and just like we're going to finish this Masechus together, we should be going to finish all of Shas Yerushalmi together. We're going to stop here for the day and pick up tomorrow with a brand new Masechus Shviyas. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.